everybody. Hi there, y'all. Hi, y'alls. <laughs> Episode 59. Coming at you hot. you warm. Lukewarm. It's chilly in my office. It's nice, though. I like it. It's cold in here. I never know what it what it is going to be mm. in our offices. Sort of out of your hands. It's not really. I can go over there and change it. Where is it? I don't even know where it is. At the end of this hall, like so, this whole side of our office has one thermostat, and you're on the other one. Yeah. So ours are always. I don't know. I think we have less offices. Ours are always freezing. There you go. That's why I keep jackets. That's why I'm wearing a long sleeve and shorts. <laughs> as I as I do, as, 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 as I thought about wearing sandals. I thought about wearing sandals like you, but then I thought my toes will be too cold in here all day. You can't handle it. You know that it's gonna be like eighty six today. It's too hot. I, we had that fall weather and we had thirty minutes of fall weather, <laughs> and then it'll be ninety until November uh, the twenty first, and then it'll be forty degrees. Yeah, it'll drop right down. Uh, welcome to Weather Chat. <laughs> uh, well, hey, hope you guys are having a great Thursday, uh, which would be what? October? No. It should be September <laughs> 30th. 30th. Yeah. No, you say no. It's no. one day away. No. It's the last day of the month. No. You're like, we're not October. Yeah, bro. It's pretty close. Pretty close. Man, we got big things going this week. Um, right? So for you. Yes. You're heading out to Africa. Yeah. When this podcast comes out tomorrow. Yeah. Friday. Friday. Yeah. Are you excited? Are you nervous? Are you all the above? All the above? What are you nervous about? Uh not the biggest fan of planes. And you're gonna be on them for a I'm like gonna be 10 on days. Them for a long, long time. So where do you fly? Here? We go from here to Houston to, to oh. Chicago. You go oh my word. To Brussels. To Brussels. To Kigali. You like, and from Chicago to Brussels is over eight hours, and Brussels to Kigali is over eight hours. So that's not ideal. But how else are you going to get there? So yeah, I mean, you can go six months by boat <laughs> or a year by boat, right? So, but what stinks is from here to Houston to Chicago. Yeah, like can I? Why though? Like it? Like in my head, it should be like here to New York. I think we come back through New York to there. Yeah. And it's like, just why do I have to go? I, like, I always hate that when we, when you get flights, like, yeah. like Hey, we're going to fly to Florida. We're going to go here to Houston. I was like, Oh, wait, wait, wait. You're going backwards guys. Why am I going backwards? <laughs> That's in this? wrong way. But there's some sort of logistics with that. Yeah. So flying. So not super excited about the flying. And you're and a big man on a plane. I, that's the problem. It's right. It's it's just like you're a, I'm you're, not comfortable. You're so a tall fellow on a plane. Being not comfortable for a long, long time sounds a little daunting, but it'll be fine. Hopefully. Do you bring like AirPods on AirPods on chargers on everything? I downloaded lots of content. Yeah. Well, you know that you can download. Now, on those planes, you're going to have movies. Yeah. Free free movies. Yeah. Free like TV. We'll start there. On the back of the you should by the back of the headrest. Yeah. If not, I'd be like, I'll give you $100 kind of just watch movies. <laughs> like I would just pay it. Uh So yeah, they'll have movies. Yeah. Not the best movies. Yeah. But you're going to be like Turner and Hooch. You're going to be like, "Oh, I've seen that on USA every day. I guess I'll watch it." Overboard. 
Yeah, there's gonna be stuff like that. You're you're gonna be watching basically Hallmark. Love it channels, but well, that'll that'll keep me like nice and chilled out. It's like nothing nothing too exciting. Now be careful, because you can be watching a movie, and it could be an emotional movie. Don't be watching no emotional movies. Yeah, because you're up there. Your sinuses are weak. You're weak. <laughs> You'll start crying. Away from you, my family. You, yeah, away from your family in the air. And all of a sudden, you'll be looking around and why is Just Chris weeping? Why is Chris weeping? Watching. Uh, just don't watch like Old Yeller or something like that on there, right? <laughs> just don't watch Homeward Bound. Ho- don't watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't watch any of those movies. Oh. Stick. I mean, but even random movies, you might be like, "Oh, I watch Mrs. Doubtfire." You're gonna cry during that too. Yeah, that's true. Right? Like, there's just I just gotta hold it together. Any Disney movie. Yeah. I almost cried the other day watching a clip of a Disney movie, uh, like the Good Dinosaur. Yeah, have you seen that? I haven't seen it. The kids have seen it. I've I've seen it. Was it good? Jack, yeah, I've seen it. Jack was watching it again. I was sitting there for a few minutes, and I was like, I need to go do something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, good. To excited about or nervous about that, but excited to get to go. To, I mean, get to Africa, dude. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Excited to 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 be there. Yeah, I get to see the school. I get to see all the things and. Yeah. It's a different country. It's always fun to go to a different country. Um, have you been to a different country? Uh, nothing exciting. I've been to Mexico. That's exciting. Yeah. I mean, don't don't knock our viewers it's in Mexico. Just, it's our neighbors to the south, so you know, it's, it's pretty it's, easy. It's like going to your next door neighbor. Yeah. Sort of. Sort of. Yeah. I've been to Mexico a few times. Maybe twice. Once on a mission trip, we drove a bus, Nashville to Monterey, Mexico, twenty four hours. Yeah. That's a long bus On the ride. way down, we stopped in Houston, spent the night, and then we went. On the way back, we went straight 24 hours. How many bus drivers did you go through? So we had like two or three, and we made pallets in the back, and they would just rotate sleeping. Really? <laughs> they would just rotate sleeping. That's awesome. And we just kept going. Yeah. It was miserable. And then me and Mary Beth went uh, to Cancun Yeah. off a of Groupon. Ooh. Oh, we've heard this story before. Have we on here? Yeah. Or have you? Yeah. It was, um, you get what you pay for. Yeah. And what we paid for was $25 a person. The drunk volleyball guy. The drunk volleyball guy. The Our, roo, our room leaking. Uh, but hey, but hey, we got to go. Um, well, cool, man. I'm glad you get to go and experience all that. When you get back, we expect a full report. I'll take copious notes on my experience. And I would take notes. I went to Europe when I was in ninth grade and didn't take a single note. Yeah. I don't need to do that. That's dumb. And now I'm like, where did I go again? That was in ni- that was in ninth grade, and I wish I knew like what town. Like I mean, I know the big towns and cities I went to, but right. all these little bitty villages and things we went and did over in the Swiss Alps. Mm. I wish I would have known that. Some chocolate. So like, take in Germany had some gummy bears, and I think that's where it Potty came bowl? from. Yeah, we're good. Uh, so take some notes. We we expect a full report when you get back. When I plan to plan to take the GoPro, might be taking a drone. So I'll try to catch some cool videos. Is that what you and Rasco were doing yesterday? Yeah, is he, is he, he gonna let you take the drone? It's actually John Bettingfield's drone. Oh no! But yeah, they're gonna let me borrow it. I think. Try to take some cool shots. Yeah, I got a got a little tutorial yesterday. You gonna take the nice camera? No, but I'm taking a GoPro. I have my phone and stuff. Yeah, so it'll be great. Well, cool. Um, well, next week, I think I'm doing a solo episode next solo. week. Solo, Han Solo. We're not going to double up today yeah. or this week. We got a lot going on. I'm actually preaching this week. So we got we got a lot. You got to prepare for a trip and all our other things we're doing and work and all that stuff. So 
if you guys don't know, podcast is not our real job. Yeah. Like we get, we are probably we, figured that out. We are blessed that we get to do that in the middle of the day right now at 1045 in the morning that we can just come in our offices and talk. But, um, yeah, we'll do a solo next week. I don't know what it's going to be about, but it's going to be fun. It's going to be great. Yeah. I may bring somebody in. I don't know. We got it. We, we, we have now continued to stay in my office. Yeah. That's good. The mics stay up. People walk in my office going, what are you doing? I'm like, don't worry about it. I just got microphones in here. So I might have someone join me on the couch. Just sit on the it's couch. kind of like a, it's, it's almost like I'm on like a talk show. That's sort of what it feels like. I'm at my desk and you're next to me on a couch. You're Letterman and I'm Jack Black. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Or Conan and uh, Andy Richter, right? Yes. Wasn't that his yeah. sidekick buddy? Sidekick. Johnny Carson and Ed McMahon. There we go. Sure, we can keep naming people. <laughs> and other people and as well. And others, the peoples. I'm going to quit clicking that pen. I'm going to get emails from people saying, quit clicking that pen. Um, all right, well, hey, we're going to be talking about, we're going to be uh, um, in Matthew 5 this morning. Uh, today, whenever you listen to it, we're going to be in Matthew 5. It's not going to be a series, which we could make it a series. Oh, yeah. Not just that, but this idea of parables. Uh-huh. So one, we can make just Matthew 5, 6, and 7 a huge series, which is the Sermon on the Mount the most famous and the full like complete sermon that we have from Jesus. We have stories, we have teachings, we have dinners, but this is like, this is Jesus sermon. Like you get it from start to finish. Setting down the kingdom agenda. Yes. In Matthew five, six and seven. So if you're over here going, I don't know where to start reading a Bible today or this week, go to Matthew five yeah, and read the sermon on the Mount five, six, seven. You're going to be blessed by it. It's going to challenge you. Um, but it's going to be really, really good stuff. Um, so to set the scene, you have Jesus uh, surrounded by or at like the Sea of Galilee. He's there um, teaching, uh, uh, giving this sermon. So we're going to jump to Matthew 5, uh, 14. Um, and this is now if you go up ahead, the title in your Bible you might see says salt and light. Uh-huh. We're skipping the salt part. We can. I might even do that next week. Justin's got high blood pressure. We need to pass the salt. <laughs> I love the salt. <laughs> You've been a house when we make steaks. Yeah. I like to make them salty. Salty, baby. Salty. Um, maybe I might do salt next week by myself. You do salt. Salt it up. That may be a little bit of get a little solo. Uh, but here we go. So he does that. Um, if you don't know what a parable is, Chris, describe what a parable is in a in a in a parable. No, okay. you don't have to do that. It's taking a kingdom truth or reality or something spiritual and putting it in our context or in their context. Like something, a story yeah, or so some like sort of lots metaphor. Of, uh, agricultural imagery, yeah. you know, how the world works, that kind of thing. So it's like saying the kingdom of, of God is like so-and-so. In, in over in Scripture, and we've even talked about it, right? You, when you have like fruit of the Spirit, you can yeah. have that little deal. But you also have like the vine and you have... Um, uh, the hard soil, the rocky soil, yeah. the thorny soil. You kind of have that going on. You have um, the king of heaven is like someone who builds their house yep. on the rock or on the sand. And you have these different analogies for them to go, oh, I get it. Yeah, so it's it's um, taking spiritual truths and realities and then and putting some meat on that that people can understand from things in their world. Would that be a metaphor? Yeah, it's a metaphor, for right? sure. Is that yeah. what it is? So yeah, it's just a, I don't know. There's a metaphor and there's another... Uh, analogy. Analogy. Yeah. I don't know the difference of those. So I was going to say, is this an analogy? But this is a metaphor. What? 
Uh, we don't need to do this right now because <laughs> I don't want to sound dumb. Uh, well, I, uh, parables are usually metaphors. Oh yes, or like metaphors. Yeah. This is this is like that. Yes. Um, and Jesus, of course, does an an amazing job at it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you see this over and over again. But Sermon on the Mount, right here, we talk about this idea of light. So Matthew five fourteen through I believe just uh, sixteen have there. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Now, I I feel like... Sorry, guys. I'm going to go back. I feel like I cut that... I cut that off a little bit. Let's see what else we got. Do you think that? Maybe. Um, Nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, uh, but on a stand, and it gives light to the house in the same way. No, we started at 16. Yeah, okay. Um, And to give glory to your Father who is in heaven. I thought thought there was a 17 that went with it, but it doesn't. Um, All right, so there we go. So this idea, so he tells you, you are the light of the world, a town built on a hill. Now, that's town on a hill um, is probably, um, was like Tiberius, I believe. It's probably this town that they would have seen. Now, again, for us, we see light. Mm-hmm. Like, right? Like, if you were on, um, if you were on a, um, like the International Space Station and you see those pictures and you yeah. like you could see New York and yeah. Chicago and you're like, oh, what is that? And you can kind of see those towns. Well, there, it's not like here where we got lights everywhere, yeah. right? Like if you're sitting around a sea and you're on a hill and you look around the sea, you're going to see towns right. and you're going to see it lit up. And that's mm-hmm. going to be completely darkness everywhere else. Right. Um, so he's saying like, look, there's a city on a hill. There it is. And everyone around here knows what that is. It can see it. And it just kind of gives that to it. Um, you'll light a lamp, put it under a bowl. Um, instead, they put it on a stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Um, so I, I have a few things just to take away from this that mm-hmm. I think that that um, you can bring some insight, Chris, and some knowledge to, and just that we can... Uh, chat about sure um one of the big things in this when we talk about lights we have to start from the beginning and what what is that light Mm. and from over and over again if you read scripture and over again we get that jesus is the light Mm -hmm. um now we're going to read here in a little bit one of my other points is goes back that says that we are the light right but you got to know what that source is right yep that jesus is the light Mm mm-hmm that he is supposed to be hidden or seen and not and not hidden. Um, and you'll see that over again. Psalm 27, 1 says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Uh, you could put Lord, God, Spirit, mm-hmm. Jesus. That's all together, right? Right. Knowing that he is light. Um, going on again further to John 1, 1 through 5. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. And the word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Mm. So there's a lot of stuff here 
about light. And, and it's interesting. I think I take this metaphor. I take this, uh, um, I take this illustration, I take this illustration for granted because mm. we're used to light. Right. Right. Like this isn't a, this isn't a weird thing for us. Yeah. It's like, Oh, okay. Like, there's lights everywhere. Yeah. We can just flip a switch. We can flip a switch. We can have a cell phone. We can have a watch. You can have anything. Basically, like, open up your computer, your TV, almost anything in your house yeah. typically gives off some sort of light. We don't experience true darkness very often. Now, I, I know we've talked about this on the podcast before, yeah. experiencing true darkness, yes. like being in a cave. Yeah, that's the worst. It is the darkest of dark, right? Like it is crazy dark. Yeah. Held in there, but how how just a little bit of light yeah. magnifies, and you're like, whoa, that little bit of light. When I was um, when our twin bub boys were young, they're still young. They're just two, but when they were babies, they, we went through a period where Mary Beth would sleep with one, I sleep with another. I know they say don't sleep with babies. They were a little <laughs> bit older. I gotcha. We were safe, uh, but for a while. <laughs> Or if one was sick or whatnot, we didn't want yeah. them close to each other. So I would take one to our basement. We had a bed in our old house. We had like a like a whole extra little house downstairs in our basement. Um, and I would live live. I would sleep down there with him. And no windows, no nothing, and it's pitch black. And I love sleeping when it's that dark. Mm. I don't get to, because we always have lights on. Right. Like our door is open because Jack will come into our room at night. So we have like the living room lamp on and then our door is open. Like I'm always sleeping in light. Yeah. Uh, and when our babies were young, they'd be in the bassinet next to us. Mary Beth would keep the lights on so she can look at them. Yeah. I'm like, do you think they're not sleeping because it's super bright up in here <laughs> at 2 a.m.? Can we get some lights off? Um, I understood why she did it. But I, I love to go down there in our basement. Yeah. Because it'd be so dark. Yeah. Except then when your eyes kind of, you're, you're down there and your eyes start adjust, you turn the lights off and you're like, oh, I'm going to get some good sleep tonight. Yeah. Then you look over at the desk and there's like one blue light from the printer that's on. <laughs> and you're like, why did they put a spotlight on this printer? <laughs> this is the brightest light. This is the brightest this blue light. Yeah, you don't need this, guys. Come on. Um, let's see. If, until I'm like finally get annoyed where I go there and like throw a shirt or a hat over it. Just like, yeah. I should have finally just put some tape over it that'd finally, be, but be a simple every night I'd have to throw a shirt over it and I'd forget um, with that. But but again, I, I mean, we're sitting in here and we have light coming through with the sun and we have lamps and we have all these things that kind of give us that. Um, but over in the Bible again, you hear over and over again, light, light, mm. light. Um, I'm sure there's some books out there that go into much detail yeah. about this. Um, but, but I think it's cool how God and how... Um, Jesus uses what they know, uses what they need. They need light to do their thing. They, yeah. they, they need this light, and he just kind of brings it to their world. Yeah. I I, I really like this uh, John, the first chapter of John yeah. passage, where you know, it talks about in him was life, and, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. It uh, just kind of gives me two thoughts. One, it, uh, you know, being in darkness to me um, makes me think about um, being without knowledge or oh, yeah. not being able to see. Uh, okay, okay, yeah. And 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 you if you can't see, you don't have knowledge of what's around you, right? What's, you're what's lost. in front of you, what's behind you. You're, yeah, yeah, you're yeah, lost. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, kind yeah. of groping around trying to feel well, feel I mean, your I way wouldn't. down the hallway. <laughs> um, and 
any sort of light breaking through is a comfort. Oh yeah, and and it 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 literally illuminates. But I use that in more of the uh, <laughs> figurative sense. It it gives you knowledge. It, yes, it opens your eyes to what's around you that may have been right in front of your face, but you couldn't have seen it because of the darkness. And then, and I I just love that imagery that like Jesus is this light that's breaking in through a dark world to reveal who God is and reveal the way to relationship and, and the, the path of this kingdom. Like, I just love the, the revelatory sort of aspect of this light breaking into a dark world. But then the other side is, and, and what you were saying kind of made me think about it. It's like, we crave light. Yeah. Like, well, like, this, like our, our like body needs it yeah. from the sun, right? Like we need that. If you're in, if you're in that dark space, like a truly dark space, your eyes are going bananas. You can't see it, yeah. obviously, because it's your eyes. Yes. But like they are searching and scanning and probing for any source of light. And if it picks up on just this tiny little little bit of yes. light, your eyes will just soak that in. And it's like we're the same way in our darkness and in in the darkness of the world around us like whether people want to acknowledge Jesus or not like we crave that light we want to be we want to have that light and uh well that light in that goodness yeah like you know you can look into a world today and and sorry if you watch the news all the time or Just if you watch you any of those yeah and even if you're on twitter and stuff like that sometimes uh, but just having to be on there and, and it's just like, it's darkness, it's darkness, it's darkness. And then when you see like, you get that one good story, you get that one, you're like, yes, look at that. That's <laughs> yeah. so awesome. Yeah. And it could be something, I mean, it could be something as silly as I'll get out, but you're like, oh, I've been craving that yeah. goodness. And, and so then I, I guess a question that I have for our listeners and for us that you kind of reminded me, like your eyes um, naturally search for that light right. in no matter whatever darkness do we naturally search for that light and I think there's probably some something deep down in us but I think sometimes we suppress that because I think our body gets that um, like dopamine gets that hit yeah. of like ooh that negative ooh and it's that spicy and you like to see that fight you like mm. to see the negative and it fuels us um, I think we need to suppress that and squash that. But no, I want my body to be used to searching for the good things, yeah. not the bad things. Yeah, that's good. Because um, I, I think our natural tendency is to find the good things. But I think over time, we have trained our body to like, let me see the negative in that. Let me see the negative in the world and this and that. Mm. Um, I said the opposite way. Yeah. I'm trying to see the light. Um, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning. Through all things were made. Nothing was made that, uh, that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of mankind. I love that verse, that uh, that the light is the life. Like, he is what brings us life. That light. Um, and for us, if we didn't have the sun, if we didn't have, like, the actual natural light, like, we would all die. Yeah. Like, everything would die. No plants or nothing. One, it'd be completely darkness, but it would all die. Yeah. And for us, it's like he is that source of that light that brings that life to us. Yeah, that's right. Um, and so for you, what is your source of light? Uh-huh. Like that's the big question to ask. Like you you are going to have a source of light, something in your life. I hope that it is um, brought to you uh, or brought to you. I hope that you're, you are thinking about, no, it's Jesus. Mm-hmm. 
And it's not these other external things yeah. uh, to bring that in there. But Jesus is the light, as we read in Psalm and John and over and over and over again. Um, even in 1 John, even in 1 John 5, uh, um, 1 John 1, 5 through 7. 1 John 1, 5 through 7. This is the message we have heard from him and declared to you. God is light. In him there is no darkness at all. If we claim to have fellowship with him and yet walk in the darkness, we lie and do not live out the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus, the son purifies us from all sin. Mm. That is some rich, that's a thick verse, you know, to chew on there. Um, God is light. There's no darkness in him. If we claim to have fellowship with him and yet walk in the darkness, we lie and do not live out the truth. Now that right there is a huge verse for me, <laughs> right? Like yeah. how many people claim we claim to have fellowship. We claim to be Christians. We claim to do these things, but we still walk in darkness. Mm. And it says uh, that we lie and do not live out the truth. What do you think walking in darkness means in that verse? Um, that's a very good question. I think walking in darkness as that is actively, um, uh, 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 putting aside the teachings, the works, uh, that God and Jesus have told us, like, this is the way love one another, be with one another, trust in me, love in me, uh, glorify me. And the people that walk in darkness is someone that's the, uh, which really could be, a lot of people that we know, I know that this is a, this is a lifelong constant battle is walking in true light and not walking in the darkness. Mm. I think for a lot of us, we're in that shaded gray area, right? Where it's like, no, there's some light in. And I think that's the battle. We're always a little bit, right? So you can use hot or cold and lukewarm. Yeah. I think we're usually in that middle stage or we try to be more in that light stage. Yeah. You know, but I would say that that's a darkness of selfish ways, uh, putting gods, worshiping other things besides him. Mm. What do you think? Are you on that same boat or do you, you probably yeah, got a little I, bit deeper? I, I, no, I could, I could, I, I'd see that. I mean, I think you can kind of, you could probably take this a couple of different ways if you wanted to. For me, it, it seems to be really kind of honing in on authenticity. Like, okay. Don't, don't say you're one thing don't. and then in secret be something else. It's well, like, and then even there it says claim. So it, so it says that you yeah. are claiming that you're this one thing. Right. Yeah. And so it's just, I, I, you know, again, this is all I ever talk about on this podcast, but it seems like living in authentic community with God and with the people of God is the antidote to walking in darkness. It's like if you're actually pursuing relationship and you have people who will tell you yeah. when you're not being for real, yeah, then uh, that makes it really hard to walk in the dark. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. No, that's great. Yeah, I, I think there's something about claiming Yeah, where it's like, um, again, I, I think kind of put in here, uh, I hate to give a bad rap, but always like the Pharisees yeah. that we read where they claiming to be one with God yeah. and then they're not. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like, Hey, you claim you are, but you're not walking in true light, which means that you um, are living a lie uh, um, and do not live out the full truth in that. 
Yeah, whitewashed tombs, dirty cups, all that stuff. Yeah, where yeah. it's like, hey, you think you are, but you're not. Look good on the outside, but the inside's all jacked up. Boom, boom. Yeah. Um, okay, another part of this, um, Matthew 5. So we have, you are the light of the world. A town built on hill cannot be in a hidden. Neither do the people light a lamp and put on a bowl. Instead, they put on a stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others. So we read this and we read in John and in 1 John and in Psalm and over and over again, Jesus is light. But then in this verse, we read in the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds mm. and glory, which, which you could stop there, right? Like yeah. I think a lot of people would like to stop there. Like let your light shine before others that they may say your good deeds. You're like, good. I like, <laughs> I like, I, I like, that one. I like yeah. doing that part. But the second part of the sentence is, and glorify your Father in heaven. Yeah. Um, this comes back to be like, we are also called to be lights. Yeah. Like, we are also called to to shine, to be a city on a hill, to not put a light under a lamp or, you know, like under a bowl. It says, like, that's dumb. Like, if you have this <laughs> gift, right? Like, what, why would you do that? Yeah. Sorry. That's. <laughs> <laughs> That's dumb. That's dumb. Like, I agree. I agree with no you. No one would That's light a waste a of oil. No one would light a lamp and be like, "Where's the bowl? It's put over it. No one can see it." It's yeah. like, well, then why would you do that? And yeah. for us, like the whole deal is like, if you claim like I'm a Christian, I believe He's the light, He's the way, He's the truth. Let's yeah. go. And then you put yourself under a bowl. You put yourself under whatever. You don't do anything, or you're not showing that, or you're not sh- letting light shine. It's like, um, what are you doing then? You're not living to your true potential and in, in in the true way of doing things to glorify him. Yeah. Um, and just kind of saying like, Hey, you're, you were like that city on a hill that everyone can see. Yeah. We want people to see you. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a big thing on what are they seeing? Mm. Which is that verse 16, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds mm. and glorify your father in heaven. Right. There's a, right. So like, you should be seen, mm-hmm. but for what purpose? Right. To glorify yourself or to glorify him? Yeah. In this. I have a thought here. Mm, can't wait for it. I could be I could be wrong. Um, and I'm open to being wrong for sure. Uh, I find it interesting. It says, you are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. It says, you are the light of the world. It doesn't uh-huh. say, if you, if you do all these things... You can become the light of the world. It seems like he's saying, following me is going to put a spotlight on you. Yeah. People are going to be watching what you do. So make sure you pay attention to what you do. It's interesting to me that it seems like the these people are, are sitting and listening to the teachers of Jesus. And he's saying, you are the light of the world. You're here. You're listening now take now what you do from here is really important. Yeah. It's like I don't I don't I guess what I'm saying is do we get to choose whether we're a light or not? I think we are and it's whether we're glorifying ourselves or glorifying the world so, or glorifying But you got to think Father about this too, which you're right. 14 is kind of it kind of throws things off when we're like Jesus is light, Jesus is light. And then it says you are light. And like wait a minute. What now? <laughs> But I don't know if he is fully talking to just, I mean, because this is early in his ministry and whatnot. Um, 
I don't know if he is fully talking to true, full, all all in believers of him. Yeah. He's gonna be talking to people that are on the fence. Right. That's I mean, that's kind of what I'm saying. It's like, like these aren't like super seasoned no. followers of and, Jesus. There aren't be, any. Right? Yeah. Like so this so is just is, yeah. This is just people. What's the implication that like he's saying you're the light of the world? That everyone is? Yeah. That everyone is a light in some form or fashion. What are you leading people to with that light? Exactly. Yeah. That's like, kind of what I was okay, okay. wanting to land yeah. on there. Yeah, that that every, because everyone you don't get to choose to not be seen unless yeah. you live under a bowl yeah there you go right you, <laughs> but even that says you're still a light yeah. but right you're still under a bowl i, I so every person and, and so that's the kind of deal is yes christians are the light of the world no everyone's light of the world yeah and again to go back using just illustrations like are are, are people moths are drawn to light mm. like are they getting drawn to you what are they? I don't know. I just not working this out. This idea, <laughs> but this idea of like people are going to be seeing you and attracted to you in some way right. that you are a light. Uh-huh. Every single person is. What are you going to be showing? Yeah. What kind of light are you going to be shining? Is it going to be yourself? Is it going to be negative? Is it going to be pain? Is it going to be this or that? Yeah. Um, that you have you have a choice there. Yeah. Everybody has influence. Influence is is probably uh, a way better word. And. Then when I was using it with the moth and light. And, <laughs> I like it though. <laughs> it's very uh, attract, alluring. Yes. Uh, everybody has influence and you get to decide in what way you're going to influence people. Is it going to be to the glory of God or is it going to be to the glory of you or whatever? Yeah. I mean, I like to think about this in the way of the moon. Ooh. Right? So does the moon... The sun doesn't give the light to the moon, assuming the moon's <laughs> going to owe it one. I didn't know it was going to lead to that. I would have done that earlier. Does the moon give off light? No, it reflects light. It reflects the light of the sun. Ooh. Nice. Right? You're such a youth man. <laughs> right? Yeah. So we are kind of the same way. Like, we are not the source of the light. Yes. We are to be reflected of the sun that we give all glory back to him. Right. Hey, we want to show you what the true source is. Mm-hmm. I'm not the source. It's not me. I am nothing without the sun. Yeah. Um, which is basically what the moon is saying too. Like you would know I'm here if it wasn't for the sun. Yeah. I'm just this thing out here. Yeah. Right. Um, it's, it all goes back to the source, which is the sun, the true light, uh, which is Jesus. Um, but you could be, re- you could be reflecting other things. Yeah. Right. And so that's what it is. Like you could be reflecting, uh, what you want from inside or what other people think or society or blah, 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 blah. But are you, are you truly reflecting, um, uh, God, the right. father, son. Yeah. Um, and, and that's our challenge every single day. Yeah. Right. Like that's our challenge every single day is how to, how to live this out, how to do this. Yeah. How, how awesome is it that, you know, Jesus is the light and, and, you know, uh, so many times in scripture, it talks about his role as bringing light to mankind, being a light to yeah. the world. But then in, in different places, like we've been talking about, it says that we are light. And, uh, I just think that's really beautiful and special that God chose to, uh, set us apart in that way yeah. and give us those, uh, 
that power that it it's very it's very similar in the way that in following Jesus we have this power of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, yeah. And we yeah. can yeah. be a light like he's the light. We don't we don't get I'm gonna use the word light in a different way. We don't get like the Holy Spirit lights, right? Like yeah. you know L I T E. L I T right. So yes, yeah, so we don't get like a miniature version of that. Yeah. The same spirit with Jesus, yeah. the same spirit Holy. in us. Yeah. And it's like we are called not to be Jesus, mm-hmm. not that we can do those things, but it's that same kind of power that hey, you are a light. You can right. do this. Yeah. Just as he walked here on earth and was the light, so are you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just have to be careful of what that source is and what does that do to you. Right, like right. because you can easily get those eyeballs on you. Oh, look what I'm doing! Look at me, and it can yeah. it, and it can get more into this self righteous deal instead yeah, of for sure. you know kind of leaning towards him in that. Um, one of the things that I'd like, I mean, there's just a lot that we can talk about and just kind of jump all around here. Um, is this idea that that light wins, mm. right? Yeah, that like, and again, we talked about just the little glimpse and and little spark of light in a dark room lights up that whole room or just gives light to where you can see um light was made for darkness mm-hmm. like light is made to be in a dark spot yeah. if you're in a room that's too many lights you're like hey there's too many lights we don't we don't <laughs> really need all these lights yeah. one or two will work yeah right um when i think about that I think about our role as well. One, Jesus was made for the darkness. Jesus was made for this hurting, uh, broken, fallen world. And he was made for that. And he came here for that, uh, to fix that. If we are called to be lights, we're going to know that we are also made for this hurt and Mm. broken world. Um, And that we are intended for people to see us. Light, again, is not intended for a bowl it's intended for a lampstand to be put up high and to put up in a place where people can see it. Yeah. You're this, you're the same way. Yeah. You as in us, as in people, we are the same way that we are intended to be in the darkness in some, in some form or fashion to bring the good news, Yeah, to bring joy, to bring light, to bring love, to bring all those things there. Um, so where, where is that in your life? Yeah. We all have the different areas of darkness in our life. Now we can go deeper darkness in ourselves, but really darkness in our community and our mm-hmm. world and our neighborhood. Like what are some areas in your life, in your neighborhood that like, no, they need light. They need Jesus. Mm. And it's easy to say that. Oh, well they need Jesus. And Jesus is like, Hey, you're a light buddy. <laughs> Why don't you go there? I'm using you to bring my source there. Yeah. Darkness isn't real. Mm. Ooh, getting deep. Darkness is just the absence of of light. Mm -hmm. It has no power. There's no energy. There's no source to it. It can feel overwhelming being a light in a dark place. But, you know, just like it said in John, it says the, the light shines in the darkness. And the the darkness has has not not overcome it, cannot overcome it, It, will never overcome it. It has no power in the presence of the light. Man, whatever darkness is going on in your life and my life and whoever's listening out there's life, like as dark as it seems, that smallest little spark of light has the power to completely overcome it, if you can believe in that. Well, and I... 
and I like the way you brought that in. I, 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 I tend to read this and I think it was intended partially this way of more of a evangelical, like go out to the world, yeah. go out to your community, your cities, your towns, your work, your family, your job, whatever it may be, go there and you be a light there. Mm. But that verse in, in Johnny just read the light shines in darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. It cannot overcome mm. it. It will never overcome it. To me, when I read this, I'd read this the way you did it. And I'm mm. glad you put it that way. It's more of an inward. Yeah. Like, what darkness do you have in your life? We all have it. Yes. Yeah. And that you're trying to keep it. I mean, like a lot of us are trying to just keep that hidden down yeah. in a cave in a well. No, I'm not there, Jesus. As Don't deep, go there, as Jesus. Deep, yeah. As deep as I could put this and so no one can see it. Yeah. Um, but just a little bit. Just a little bit of Jesus. Just mm. a little bit of that light. Will change it. Yeah. Will overcome it. I love yeah. that word. It will overcome it. Yeah. Um, how are we willing in our own lives to say, "Come on, Jesus. Come Just on, shine. Spirit. Just shine that light. I want you to overcome the darkness, whatever it is." Yeah. And kind of have it in there. Um, I love it. There's a lot here. There's a lot to chew on. Uh, um, let us know if you guys have anything else in uh, uh, this 14. Uh, Matthew 5, 14 through 16, this light deal. There's a lot of light. Let us know if we missed any light metaphors. Yeah, there's, I think we hit them all. I don't know. We hit a lot. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of there's a lot of light in here. Maybe next week, guys. Maybe I'll hit salt. Um, I don't know. He's going to put a little seasoning on I, it. I don't I know a little Lowry's. I don't know. <laughs> a little Tony Shereri. Tony Shereri. I'll put that Dale's on it. Um, <laughs> that Montreal. Get it. <laughs> All the seasonings. Uh, oh, man. Uh, soy. That's very salty. I love soy. Soy sauce. Uh, maybe I'll do that next week. I don't know what I'm doing next. Um, you get to decide. Or I recap my sermon. There you go. Maybe I'll do that. Who knows? Um, but thanks for joining us. Thanks for being with us. Hey, just uh, just some word of encouragement. Um, just the words of encouragement is... Uh, you can do this. You are a city. You are a light. The same Holy Spirit that that was with Jesus is with you. You can do this. Yeah. Like be a light in your community or your family, wherever you need to be. It. God is with you. That's awesome. And the second one is, you know, you got some darkness in you. Yeah. You know, you got some pain, some hurt, some suffering. So whatever that you're trying to keep down, and maybe you're claiming to be this, mm. but you're really not. Yeah. Again, the whitewashed tombs, but dead inside. Open it up. Yeah. Let the light in, and just a little bit of Jesus is going to overcome that, and it's going to be good stuff. Yes, it's going to be good stuff. Um, well, I, 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 you know what? I don't think that we have done what. And fifth is this fifty nine? Fifty nine. And and you count me if I'm wrong. Count okay. me. Tell me if I'm wrong. We haven't. I don't think. <laughs> Do you want know to say? I think so. I don't think we've ever said a prayer. Today's the day. In 59 episodes, in almost every episode we end, I go, I don't even know if we've even prayed, <laughs> right? Um, but uh, this is a different prayer. I want to pray for you and your travels. Thank you. And for our uh, um, team here at church that is, what's like five f- five of y'all, something like that? Five, six, seven, four, seven. four, four seven. Going over to Rwanda. Uh, um, so, hey, guys, you're going to join us. But, hey, pray for um, Chris and our team here at Homewood Church of Christ that's going over. When you hear this, it'll be next day. It's Friday the first first no yep friday the first yep october 1st they're heading over uh hey so i'll pray for you guys and then we'll peace out uh, god you are 
lights. You are the ultimate light. You are um, uh, just so amazing. And thank you for sending your son who was light to this earth, to this dark, hurting earth uh, to be with us. Um, thank you for the encouragement and thank you for the charge that we are to be like your son. We are to be like Jesus and to, and to shine your glory in everywhere we go. And, and we thank you for that charge. Um, God, right now we want to lift up Chris as he uh, is about to go on an amazing journey um, to Rwanda and to visit our missionaries there and to visit the, and to visit the school that we sponsor out there. But um, really for him to be light um, mm-hmm. uh, in all the airports that he's going to be at and all the travels, all the planes, everywhere he goes over there in Rwanda that he's going to get to um, learn and experience you mm-hmm. in a new way. Um, and that he's going to get to shine light in a new place that he's never done that before. Mm. Uh, so please keep our team safe in their travels. Give them energy. Give them peace. Give them um, just give them uh, uh, just what they need in that moment um, in their travels. And mm. so uh, we th- thank you for that, um, and we love you. Jesus, let me pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, brother. Uh, no problem. All right, guys. Bye, y'all. See ya.